Welcome to TalkErie.com's Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast. Every day, we tackle the biggest issues that the Erie, PA region faces. Stay informed and involved as we advance the narrative of Erie. Now, here's Joel Natale. And we're going to jump right into our conversation with Gary Larson. He is from One Table. And Gary, we're glad that you're on the show with us. Appreciate it. I am really happy to be here today. Sure. Well, you know, let's get a let's get a, an origin story. Tell us how you came up and, uh, you know, uh, a little bit of your life journey. Are you an Erie kid or did you transplant in? Uh, yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was born in Erie, and I'm a, a, a Bay rat, uh, mm-hmm. uh, as some people refer to us as. And I uh, graduated from Strong Vincent in 1965, uh, proud colonel. And then, uh, you know, kind of left for the college uh, thing and work thing and ended up uh, becoming a Presbyterian pastor, oh. and um, I only served two churches. I served one church in Linesville, Pennsylvania, for six years, and then I went to Olean, New York, and I was there for 27 years in the pastorate, and then another uh, five or so years after that, we lived in Olean. And then exactly 10 years ago, we moved back to Erie. We've been back to Erie 10 years now, and a, a, a big part of that is uh, the water. I uh, mm. sailor, fisherman, long history of uh, sea salts and uh, family members who sailed the oceans, and I've always loved sailing, so uh, we wanted to get back to Erie. So that, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Do you do you have a boat uh, dock somewhere? Or? Oh, I've gone through so many boats, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I, uh, I I I don't want to go down that road. Okay. But, no, but but I haven't spent any money on them. I'm a, okay. I'm, I'm I'm a poor country preacher. <laughs> yes. And you can take that in both uh, right. meanings. Uh, but no, I've never had a whole lot of money to buy new boats. I've always been one of these that. Bought them and fixed them up, and okay. I, I, I I love sailing. As a matter of fact, uh, Joe Orinko is trying to get me into a sailboat race this Saturday morning uh, out of Prescott Yacht Club. And but uh, I've had cabin cruisers and rowboats and runabouts, and now because I've uh, gotten older, before I realized what was happening. I've moved to a pontoon boat, and I love oh. it. I love oh, it. I wow. just love it. Hop on, turn the key, and go. Uh, how, how did you uh, get your boat fixed when you lived in Olean? Did you go down to Kinzu? Well, uh, there's a little lake called Cuba Lake sure. uh, there. That's Fit- one of the fingers, isn't it? No, no. Oh, okay. It's just a little dammed up lake from okay. years ago. Uh, I can, uh, uh, sailed and fished a lot on Kinzua Reservoir. Yeah. And then I kept my boat in Barcelona, my sailboat. And so it was a, it was a run back and forth there mm-hmm. for 25 years. And uh, then I thought, I want to be closer to the water so I don't have to drive an hour and a half to go sailing every time right. I want to go. Makes a lot so, of sense. And, and, and the routes. But I didn't, I didn't know Erie. Um, I mean, you go to high school and mm-hmm. you graduate and then you come back and it's like, mm, I, I really don't know much about this town. So it's been great. It's been great. 
connecting with lots of groups and people and learning a lot about what's going on in this wonderful town. There's yeah. a lot of good stuff. So I'm interested in um, how your upbringing as, as a country preacher, as you call it, yeah. informs uh, the work that you're doing with one table. And we'll get, we'll dive right in, but uh, I would imagine that's uh, highly impactful for you. If I can tell just a couple of stories and, and, uh, uh, we, we don't want to lose sight of, of the fact that the big reason is I want to invite everybody to a picnic on mm. August 4th. Yep. But uh, I actually grew up in Nebraska uh, for four years mm. when I was a kid. My best childhood friend was a black girl who we maintained friendship uh, all our lives and she passed about two years ago oh, wow. she was once the mayor of new london to connecticut and we became good friends and we didn't think anything uh, as a matter of fact that's one of the chapters in in my book is that i we were friends before we were we knew that i was a boy and she was a girl and before we knew that she was black and i was white you know we we just didn't wasn't on our radar we were friends we played together yeah so that that was very early on and then i moved to erie and i lived just a couple blocks away here i used to peddle papers right here where you sit where you sit mm -hmm. all, all down here was my paper route and i grew up in a catholic neighborhood and of course they thought i was weird they didn't know <laughs> they didn't know what a protestant boy was was you know in this strong catholic town uh, but all a lot of my childhood chums were uh, Catholics, and I got to tell you the story. I uh, one Christmas Eve, uh, a bunch of my Catholic friends said uh, we're going to go to midnight mass down at St. Pat's. I said sure, I'll go there. So, so we went up to the balcony for Christmas Eve, and we were peering over the balcony rail, and my friend said, "Keep your head down." If the priest sees you in here, we're both going to hell. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. So, so anyways, uh, one thing followed another, followed another, followed another. And I went to seminary where Dr. Martin Luther King went to seminary at Crozier Theological Seminary. Mm -hmm. I was very much into him. And then... Uh, I've always been interested in ecumenical and interfaith and multicultural uh, events and people. And then came along 9-11. And several of us pastors in Olean, New York, said, we have to do something about this. And so we scheduled three events in Olean. And uh, one of them was, what is a Christian? Hmm. It was held at a at our Presbyterian church. There were a hundred people in attendance. Then the second event was what is a Jew? It was held at the Jewish synagogue. There were two hundred people wow. in attendance. And the third event was what is a Muslim? Hmm. And that was held at a community building, and there were four hundred people in attendance. Wow. And so it became clear 
that people wanted to know. There's a, what, a hunger what, for knowledge. A hunger for knowledge. And, yeah. and, you know, do we need to be afraid? No, we don't. Mm -hmm. No, we don't. And so uh, we, out of that event, Olean created a multicultural um, interfaith group. And then when we moved here 10 years ago, we were eager to have that continue and to search out people and to find out if something was going. Yeah. And, and I don't think there was anything going, but it was a vortex and some very key people came together, including Nikon Carpenter, yeah. whom you nod in your head. You, sure. Everybody knows. She the, just walked past everybody about knows, an hour ago. Everybody yeah. knows Nikon. Uh, mm -hmm. And um, Rabbi Emily Lospin, who was at the synagogue and left, and Corrine Egan, and a whole bunch of names I have here of people who said, hey, let's try to get something going. And so one table was created, and it still does not have any organizational structure. Um, there's a steering committee, and I'd like to drop some of the names on that steering committee sometime. Um, and I'm kind of the titular head, but that doesn't mean much. I, I, we're just, we keep it together with an email list and by word of mouth. And we were planning a lot of wonderful events to bring people together and to learn about each other. And then of course COVID hit. And so for the last two years, we've been crippled and uh, so we're, we're now just trying to re-establish our footing and, and schedule events, get people together. That's all we're trying to do, get people together to talk and to learn about each other and to hopefully build bridges, which is one of the key phrases that we use. And, uh, but for the last several years, we've had this picnic uh, at the Runner's Pavilion uh, on Presque Isle. And this year is going to be August 4th, which is a Thursday, uh, at 5 o'clock. We're going to gather and then we'll eat about uh, 5.30 or 6. And um, everybody is invited. I mean, uh, we had 120 people there last year and I'm hoping we have 200 there sure. this year and Mayor Schember was there last year and Nikon um, Tyler Titus was there you know a lot of people I, I, I believe uh, I hope I can do these things I'm not an experienced radio TV guy but um, uh, John Last I think is going sure. to be there doing a live story okay that day with the, with the last you know word and and so we're really trying to reach out and say, hey, come, come on out, have a picnic with people, enjoy some of their foods, and enjoy meeting them. So that's what we're, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, I, I want to kind of roll back a, a second and sure. talk about the, the, the kind of the mission. You said, uh, you know, get to know each other. Is the mission really understanding different cultures, different uh, you know, different faith uh, traditions, uh, 
you know, you know, is it about ethnicity and and faith? What would you say the keys there uh, of building that understanding? In a group such as this, you're going to have a lot of different ideas about who we are. Um, the main thing that I try to put out there is uh, just to meet different people and to talk to different people. I sit here white, you're white. We need to meet people that aren't white. We need to talk to them and find out that they're just like us. You know, they come from families. They have mothers and fathers. They have children they love and they're proud of. They're here in this country and we need to be hospitable to them and welcome them and make it easy for them to be here as easy as we can because it's already so difficult for them. I mean, could, could you imagine? I mean, you or I, could you imagine, you know, going to Thailand or, right. or, or, or going to, you, you name it, Argentina? And, and I mean, how would we fit in? How, you know, our comfort level, you know, would not be there. So I, I think it's our job to to help people meet Americans, friendly Americans, and to, to build relationships and friendships. And uh, and that's what we're trying to do, so. Is, is there is a particular uh, focus and outreach on new Americans, you would say, Gary? There, there has, the, you know, the newspaper photo, whenever a group of new Americans yeah. uh, Come, there's almost always a few one-table people there at that event, and there are people that are very interested in their presence with these new Americans. And uh, so there's a lot of different arms. There are some people that are involved in uh, one table that are very much into justice and the and some of the issues there and and awareness and teaching and uh there's there is a steering committee and it's a it's a diverse steering committee you mentioned the name lee uh costas who who got us together she's a a unitarian mm -hmm. uh art leopold is from the baha'i uh faith uh Nikin, of course is a muslim uh bob rhodes uh santosh kang you know, is from the, the Sikh community. Uh, I think I'm right to pronounce that Sikh. We pronounce it Sikh often, but it's Sikh. And they are a, a peaceful religion, and uh, they now occupy, I, I believe it's the old Danish club on West 8th Street over yeah. by Vincent, and we've, we've been there for meals and programs. What, what's the country of origin mostly? I knew you were going to ask that, <laughs> and 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 um, I I'm going to apologize before I, I'm going to guess Iran, but I'm not quite yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'm, that, I'm no. just not quite sure. But okay. uh, you know, San uh, Santosh's two sons are well-known physicians. Both physicians have worked on me. Sure. The, the plastic surgeon has helped me. The cardiologist has helped me. They, they are wonderful, wonderful people. And uh, so Santosh is on the committee. Uh, Sarah Spear, who's, I don't know, 
all about Sarah, but she's teaching English right now uh, through Catholic Charities. Mm. Uh, Jean Moore from the Presbyterian Church. Rabbi Rabbi Hoblos is from the Muslim Mosque. Melinda Hall is the rector at uh, St. Paul's Episcopal. Sister Rosemary O'Brien, Sandy Tanner. It's a very diverse steering committee, and they uh, have tried to offer programs to get people together. And these have often been held at different places of worship. Um, we, we most recently went to um, Wesleyville for the dedication of the Buddhist um, Like house of like, worship. Like a, like I don't know what. Or yeah, yeah, temple, yeah. and and it was beautiful. You know, yeah. they they welcomed us, they introduced us, they fed us, and uh, it was a, a wonderful event. Unfortunately, only attended by a handful sure. of, of white people, and uh, I just want to. Uh, say that this picnic in August is for anyone. Yeah. If you if you want to mix with somebody new, if you want to get out of your comfort zone, and and if you've never talked to a person of color of a different nationality, mm-hmm. uh, of a different faith, they they want they want to make friends. They want to they want to get to know you, and you, and you have opportunity to get to know them. And and I just. That's what we're trying to do at its most basic level. It involves culture, country, religion. It involves all of those things. We're, but we're, there's no selling. Well, that's good. If, the, if there's any selling, I will escort you to the door. <laughs> that, is, that is not our purpose, right. to, to convert or to persuade or to try to enroll people into our way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Our purpose is to understand the other person and hopefully to appreciate who they are. That's the purpose. And I I want to underscore that. And I I did that in Olean. I'm a big guy, okay? There was a guy... (laughs) Did you have to escort a couple people? Yeah. There was a guy guy that came to the synagogue and he he wanted to make Christians out of those Jews and I took them to the door and we walked them out. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen here. Well, it's not our purpose at all. So we don't, we don't want to entertain that at all. Gary, I want to kind of take a turn here and let's talk about what happens at a one table meeting because uh, they, they, it's like a, it's like a different tactic every time, isn't it? Um, we, we, over the years, we have gone. <clears throat> we have gone to a variety of places. Okay. We have gone to the old Jewish synagogue at Tenth and Sassafras. Oh. We've been to the new, newly built Jewish temple further west. We've been to the Sisters of Saint Joseph. Uh, we've been to two Muslim mosques. Been hosts of the Muslim communities. We've been to the Sikh Guarda on 8th Street, as I mentioned, the Buddhist temple, 
We've been hosts of the Wayside Presbyterian Church, the Covenant Presbyterian Church, the Turkish Cultural Center Mm -hmm. that people may not know, but if you want to find your kissing cousin across the sea, the Turks are more aligned with American ideology than a lot of other nations up until recently mm-hmm. when there, there's a chap in office who's trying to make it a religious state. But before that, I became good friends with a lot of these people. Uh, that was Bunyamin Hassan, who's now running the Turkish Cultural Center in Pittsburgh. But I'm trying to entice him back to Erie because he loves Erie and he may be coming back. But I've met a lot of people. I don't know everybody, but uh, so we go to their places. Okay. Their places of worship, their places where they gather in community, where they celebrate their ideas, and they share with us what is important to them. Uh, They help us understand their tradition and their background. And yeah, we're good. Yep. And uh, so it's it's a matter of education. Uh, but then there's we've done a variety of different things. We've also, as you mentioned earlier, I think off air, we've kind of created questions where people will sit. Down Is there usually like a theme to the night sometimes? Just get to know each other. (laughs) I'm like a drum. I just keep hitting. We're not trying to push any agenda. Gotcha. It's just uh, dream up some way of connecting Mm -hmm. with uh, people. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, their dress is different. You know, the, you know, when we see some woman all wrapped up in her face and she's in a long robe and. You know, you know, but now I got to tell you this story. My, you know, we learn a, a phrase. All you got to do is "Assalamu alaikum." alaykum. You know, it's just, you know, a greeting. Mm. My wife was down walking the bayfront there, and there was a couple Muslim women there. And she knows that phrase, "Assalamu alaikum." alaykum. I am probably not saying it exactly perfectly, but... She said that to these two women, smiles across their face, uh-huh. just, hello, you know something about me? Hmm. And so the conversation began. And so she just, the two of them, three of them, it was a woman and her daughter. So she sat there uh, and they they got to know each other. There's a lot of uh, tangents of of this effort going on in Erie, my wife got involved in an organization called AAUW, American Association of University Women. Gotcha. Wonderful organization. Wonderful organization. They have a number of different interest groups, and one of them is um, um, Global Friends. Okay. That Edie and Mehmet Kultu. He's a, from Turkey. He's a retired professor at Gannon. Okay. Uh, and they host this group, and they're for, forever bringing in people of different nationalities and different cultures just to get to know each other. They have a picnic. They have their own thing going. <clears throat> I have started another thing also, another tangent. 
that came that springboards out of the Wayside Presbyterian Church way out west by the airport. James Bernhardt, the pastor. Uh, it's called the Wayside Multicultural Diners Club. Hmm. And so what we have tried to do is to try to take a group of people to some of these restaurants that spring up and are trying to get a foothold in the restaurant business. Of course, that got blown out of the water with COVID. COVID, COVID, COVID. You, you yeah. got it. And but, but, I mean, we have been to... Uh, Tasty Bowl, Samurai Kitchen, mm. Tandoori Hut, Thai Eatery, Fine Dining, which is in the former Nunsies, uh, My Way, Gian Gissing is there, Annapurna Kitchen, El Amigo, Habibi. Man, they got good food. Joe. Yes. Okay. You see, I, do, I, do, I, do I love food? <laughs> if we were on the air, you would know that I uh, have never missed a meal. And, and, and the, the, the food is out of the ballpark. Sure. And so we go there. Well, and it's, again, the food, the food is a, a, a metaphor or a proxy for the, 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 Really, the the richness of our community of people, like you say, people coming together. Let me make you a meal. Yeah, and yeah. and so it goes. What what? And this here's the one table idea again. Too. Mm, yes, we we can all come to one table. We can share food. We can be in fellowship with each other. We can find ways to communicate, to learn about each other, and 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 to love each other. Mm. You know, bottom line. So the so much of what we deal with in our community is not necessarily racial or ethnic differences, but it's class differences, too. And uh, in, in, in everybody having a, a shot, uh, just for lack of a better word, at the American dream. Uh, weigh in on that, Gary. I, <clears throat> I don't know how to weigh in on that. I, it seems like poor people, women, and Children are always taking it on the chin. Um, I I don't know how to. I, everybody's working on it, and we can't we can't figure it out. But I mean, for a guy like you, for a guy like me, the, our ticket was education. But I feel like what one of the conversations we need to have as a community is to emphasize and increase the um, the value of education in our communities no matter what kind of uh, what kind of socioeconomic status that you have education is your is your ticket to a better future I mean I don't know I I'm with you hundred percent but you know there's there's lies being passed around and yeah and you know, it's cool to be stupid. Well, know? that's terrible. And, yes. and, and, and it's, <laughs> but it, I think you're right. It's, it's not cool to be stupid. No, no but, and, but I mean, I think that. But I think that narrative is out there. Not and, not cool to be stupid, but that that education is just going to be another rabbit trail, right? For somebody. Yeah, and and so and and so they don't really understand that it is a way up and out. Uh, it's one of many ways up and out, but it's been a historic good way up and out. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, Joel. I, you know, uh, my wife did a, a, a she's a, a licensed social worker and counselor, and mm -hmm. she 
when she was getting her master's degree in social work from UB in Buffalo, she did a major paper on the history of, of, of poverty. And every culture, every civilization, every country since the beginning of time has tried to solve poverty, and we haven't done it. And, and it's like Jesus said, the poor are going to be with you always. Yes. And, and I, I don't know, I, I don't have any answer except that we, the very, very unable, we ought to at least house and feed. Mm-hmm. You know, the, this, this thing about them being on the streets in California where my son is in Sacramento, there are literally thousands of people living on the street. San Francisco, there was a thing on on Good Morning America, Sunday morning, uh, my favorite show. They're, they're Sunday morning, uh, just thousands of people living on the street. And, and how, do we, how do we make that better? How can that be uh, a, a helpful, civilized, loving thing to do to let people live and die on the street? I mean... You know, in India, they they have death wagons. Every morning, they go by and pick them up and throw them on, and take them away. We're we're getting awful close to that. Aye, aye, aye. It's just it's just and and so, I don't know what the answer to that is, Joel. You you ask questions that are too tough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to the seasoned professional here. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but no, you're you're right though. Jesus did say the poor will always be, always be with us, uh, but but I think it, I think he said that to say, look, we we need to take care of our neighbors. We need, we need you to know, do it. I mean, we I, need to do it. I use the word neighbor a lot because I, you know, because because yeah. the command was love your neighbor, right? Yeah. And. Uh, and and so that neighbor might be uh, uh, around the block from you, but it might be ten miles from you. But yeah. we're, we're you know when we live in this community and w- with all the trouble that we have here, and with all the wonderful things that we have going for us here, mm-hmm. we can have the ability, the bandwidth, if you will, to love our neighbors, to kind of to go there. there there's a there's a big shift from uh, that we have to take from it's all about me to to that old saying to walk a mile in your brother's moccasins we used to, i used to hear that as a kid you know uh walk walk a mile in in uh yeah in uh, my brother's moccasins which means yeah empathy it means uh to un- try to understand what they must feel like in their life journey. It's not always about me. It's about what the other person is going through. And uh, we need to kind of shift back to that uh, high principle, which again is a part of every faith. Exactly. It's it's a part of every faith to to care for the other. And... uh, so I, I don't know. I hope that we continue working at it, but uh, you know, it's it's a it's an ongoing struggle. In the meantime, you celebrate where you can. And there's a picnic. Did I tell yes. you about the picnic, Joe? Let's get back there, to the there, picnic. There's a here. picnic <laughs> on, on Thursday, August fourth. <laughs> 
There's you a didn't tell me it was going to be a hand fill, Shane. Yeah, I mean. yeah, I, I, there's, a, there's, a, there's a picnic on, on Thursday, August 4th. All you people out in Radioland, <laughs> Thursday, August 4th at Prescott Runners Pavilion, 5 o'clock. Now, listen, we want you to do something. We want you to bring a dish to share with other people. We don't care what it is, uh, but bring uh, some food to share with other people and bring your own place setting, your own uh, silverware and plate and okay. stuff like that. We'll have water and maybe some soda. We'll see how it goes. But uh, the idea is you're going to come, and your purpose that day is to meet somebody new. Somebody that you don't know. Don't stay in your little pack yeah. and your little enclave. If you come with a group of people, the idea is to mix. The idea is to really step out of your comfort zone. Meet a new friend. Come and find out how wonderful it is, the the the, the rainbow of, of people that is is in this community. And it's becoming more so. Absolutely. The, this, this Erie PA is becoming a an example to the country of how we can assimilate people from different cultures and nations into our city and make it work. And it is working. Our colleges know that. All the colleges are now up to 10 to 15 percent international students. Absolutely. And, and yeah. th this, this isn't going to stop. Uh, so we, we have a, a choice to learn about it, get involved with it, and enjoy it, or be afraid of it. And mm. and as a, as a pastor, I just want want to say, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't don't be shy. Don't be timid. Just say, hey, you know, I want to try something new. I want to I want to get out there and and meet somebody I've never met before. And so we invite you to come to this one table picnic on August fourth. Gosh, I'm kind of sound like a salesman. Right. <laughs> hey, before before we run out of time here, again, August fourth, uh, it starts around five. Well, the the flyer says it starts from four to eight thirty. Uh, the meal is at uh, six o'clock at the Runners Pavilion in the Presque Isle State Park. All righty, uh, Gary. Before before I run out of time. I want to ask you about your books because uh, obviously writing is a passion of yours. What are tell us about you know what drives you to write your books and and what uh, the the books are about. I thank you for this opportunity and I want to gift you with one of these books. Thank uh, you. I uh, the first book I I've written three books in three years and they're short books. They're not major tomes and and uh, the first book is called Harbor Yarns. It's sea stories. It's BS, if you don't mind my saying. <laughs> they're, 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 they're yarns. They're stories. I, I even threw a sea monster in here. There's, oh, my. But, they're, but they're, it's about an a, a imaginary village called Little Cove and then the burly fishermen that live there and the adventures that they have. The second book I wrote is called Peeling Back the Layers. And uh, it's a, a series of 38 essays. Boring. That sounds terrible, doesn't it? <laughs> essays just sound terrible. But essay is actually a great word. Look it up on Google. Find out what essay means. And these are just uh, little uh, writings about different topics, everything from Moby Dick to uh, 
control to death to uh, grandma's big lie to you, you name it. There's, there's all these essays. The third book called Tom, and it's a novella, a short little novel, and it's a story about a um, Laotian refugee, and it's a happy story, and it's a sad story, hmm. and I don't want to tell you too much. Okay. But, but it's... Is it uh, set in, in uh, Indonesia? Or no, is it no. Set here? Uh, the first chapter is him getting from Laos and their, okay. and their journey to America. Gotcha. But all the names and the places have been changed, but 95% of the story is true. Wow. And uh, I think that it's uh, as good as, uh, gosh, authors are biased, but, but I, <laughs> I, 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 re I really think it's the best of my three books. You can get it on Amazon. Okay. It's in, it's in Prest and Warner Bookstore, and you can get it at any bookstore, but you can order it on Amazon. Any of these books, Gary Larson, um, Tom Harbor Yarns, and peeling back the layers. Not to be confused with the. And I am the not comment. the cartoonist. The cartoonist. I am not the yes. cartoonist. Pick yes. one, Joe. I, I think I, I'm gonna. I, I want to give you one of these books. I think I'm gonna take the new one. The All right, uh, you yeah. did. You chose wisely, my son. <laughs> and and, uh, and if you like that, uh, then you can order the other one. And I can and do help that this myself. poor country yes. preacher out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so amazing. Oh my gosh. So uh, so. So when you're not writing and you're not, uh, you know, solving international relations, you get on that boat. Don't I'm you? going down five blocks away as soon as I leave here and look on my boat and might go out. I'm. Are you going to go out to the? Do you generally go I out late? You going to go in the bay? Yeah. I, although I was sailing on the Letty Howard. Oh, cool! Uh, I got to tell you, I'm a uh, I'm a guy down at the Maritime Museum, and I'm pushing nice. the Letty Howard to twenty five bucks. For an hour and a half, you can sail a authentic 1893 uh, fishing schooner. Yeah. It is a joy. Uh, it's safe. It's wonderful. And the Niagara will be up and running before long. I just read a long uh, interview with Billy Sabatini, the, the yeah. captain that I sailed with many times. Uh, the Maritime Museum is coming to life again after COVID. Yes. So, and we got to be proud of that place. And the por porcupine is going to be a part of the tall ships. Oh, good. Okay, so that's what, coming what, in. Whether which is one, the, which was one of the uh, yes, one was, of the other boats, right? right. It was one of ships. the original, but it's yeah. uh, it's been worked on by the Bayfront Maritime Center. Okay, uh, Eisenberg has been uh, heading that up and yeah. trying to get that boat finished. It, whether it's in the water or out, it'll be a part of the tall ships. We got to leave it there. Thank you so much for coming by. Great to meet you, Gary Larson. You've been listening to the Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast from talkerie.com. Subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher and get involved by emailing joel at talkerie.com.